Hi everyone and welcome along to another episode of the Celtic View podcast where each week we look back in all of the action from the men's team, the women's team and the B team and we review what's coming up this week at the club. I'm Ryan Marr and again this week I am joined by Paul Cuddy. Paul, another decent weekend for Celtic? Yeah, I mean it was a, a clean sweep of the, the three teams. Uh, every game in itself was, was great. Obviously starting with the first team, brilliant performance and result down at Rugby Park but the B team had started off on the Saturday with the, the victory over Gretna and then of course the, the women's team went in as well. So all good in the in the world of Celtic. Yeah, it's all good. So coming up in, in this episode today, we're going to look back on all of the action of those three games and we also have an interview with Taylor Otto who's just signed for the Celtic women's team last week and has played in their first two SWPL win matches. Uh, but first of all, Paul, a moment of the weekend, what would it be for you? I think it has to be Carol Starfelt's goal. I mean, that, that's got to be the highlight. <laughs> the The game itself at Rugby Park, that's as, as comfortable a victory and as good a performance as I've seen down there by a Celtic team in a, in a long time. We completely dominated the game. It was 5-0, it could have been much more. But I think for for Starfelt to... Obviously, he's missed the start of the season through injury. He's just worked his way back. Um, the other central defenders have really stepped up as well. They've been getting on the score sheet. He sees uh, Moritz Jens with that brilliant overhead kick and thinks, right, OK, I'm going to have to step up here. But it was great, I think. I think that was his 50th appearance and he marks it with a goal. So you could see that everybody, from the manager to all the players, were delighted that he's finally you know, got, you know, broke his scoring duck. So for me, that was, that was probably the highlight. Yeah, I think last weekend I said my moment of the weekend was just uh, Moritz Jens' smile after scoring against Ross County. I think I could probably do the same again this weekend after that overhead kick and just seeing the, the joy in his face of it almost looked like he was thinking how have I just done that you know <laughs> it was it was incredible um so many big moments in that game though Yenzi's goal Yakimakis' overhead kick Yota's goal as well Greg Taylor's pass for the first goal I mean all round it was just a five-star performance wasn't it and I think as well you know what I really liked after the game I think a lot of people have seen the, the post-match interview that, that Jota and Greg Taylor gave and I thought Jota was really generous and, and absolutely right in his praise of, of Greg Taylor who I think since the start of the season has been exceptional I think whether defensively or in terms of attacking we spoke about it last weekend the, the goal that we got in the last minute it was his pressing did you see his pass for the opening goal for Maida was absolutely pinpoint perfect I thought he had another brilliant game and, and it was good I think you know as I say Jota was keen just to praise him and, and save it for him. He, Greg was the man of the match. Conditions though at Rugby Park in terms of playing in that plastic pitch with the heat as well, it could have caused us so many problems, but they just managed to get through it with so much ease. And the, I mean, the performance levels all round were just sensational, weren't they? Well, it was interesting in the, the Celtic TV commentary, Jerry had mentioned the fact he'd been down there, I think, two hours before the game, hadn't seen a single drop of water put on the pitch, that was obviously deliberate from Kamarnock's point of view, which is obviously they're within their rights to do that. I think we'd spoken in the, in the last podcast about the you know the fact that manager from day one, there's never been any excuses, any extenuating circumstances. He knows that the pitch will be a factor, but it's, you know he's going to send his team out to play the way we play. And from the world goal, we did that. And you know we, we totally dominated a game against a, you know, a very physical Kamarnock side. I think they'd, they'd basically signposted the fact they were going to try and kick us off the park but they just couldn't uh, live with us and uh, as I say it was a thought the fifth goal uh, the Yakimakis goal was maybe typified the way we played it started in a passing movement in our own penalty box and ends up with a goal 
a really good goal as well. So I think the whole afternoon was was exceptional. Yeah, we asked you to to send in your how you wanted to sum up the match with one word. So we got some people sending them in. Danny called it magnificent. Joe called it quality. Leah called it bonza and said I think Ange would agree. Um, and Anthony O'Sullivan called it mesmerising. If you had to sum up Paul with with one word, what would you what would you go with? Uh, exceptional. Exceptional, yeah. I mean, in terms of just the start to the season so far, we're now three games in, we've got three wins, but it's the performance levels every week just seem to keep improving as well, and we, we saw that again on, on Sunday, that every week they just seem to keep getting better. Yeah, and I do think it's been beneficial to have that scheduled pre-season where we haven't had to play the qualifiers, that, that you know the players have been able to, to get a proper build-up and then in, even in between these games just now, we're getting a full week where the manager is, is working with the players on the, on the training pitch and then you're seeing the, the product at the weekend. That's that's going to change very quickly when it's going to be a really heavy schedule. But I think you can see the benefits of that. Also, the players are a, a year further down the line in terms of the style of play and how we want to play. And I think that's... But again, the, the, the pleasing thing for me is it's just it's relentless. It's you know Whether it's first minute or last minute, we're still going for goals. And we are... Probably here, just with the, the bigger pitch and the fact we're on the front foot, we're going to absolutely, absolutely annihilate a team. I don't <laughs> know who it's going to be. We all know who we would like it to be, but um, I think well, there's going to be a day where everything is going to click into place and you know we're going to get even more than five goals, five different goal scorers as well. The, the, the goals have been spread out all over the, the pitch, which is really pleasing. So there's so much uh, positivity to the start of the season and, and long may that continue. There wasn't much rotation in the starting eleven in the game against Kilmarnock but when players are coming off the bench and when players do have to come in like Starfelt coming on and Moritz Jens started against Ross County everybody is, is taking their chance at this moment which is just brilliant for the manager Absolutely yeah and again it's the, the strength of the squad again at the weekend particularly you know again before the game the manager had said he wanted to give Rio Hatati just a few more days training because of the, the surface but you've got somebody of David Turnbull's quality you saw at the weekend uh, Leila Bader coming on and every time he comes on he looks dangerous, he looks a goal threat, he's creating chances. James Forrest when he came on as well just looked lively down the left. So we've got strength and depth and I think because the team's playing so well when everybody comes in they know that this is their opportunity to try and you know get a place in the start of the living. So I think it's that competitiveness which I'm sure is the case every day in training and then it's translated onto the pitch at the weekend. In terms of the goals, I mean it was five really, really special goals do you have a favourite out of all of them? I mean, Jota's goal was spectacular. I mean, it was he just had one thought in his mind as soon as he took a touch. I thought it was a brilliant finish. And again, he looks excellent. It's, it's hard to say. I think Kyogo's goal, just the Taylor pass, Maida having that vision. You know, the two overhead kicks. Uh, I think you're right about Moritz Jens. There was a kind of element of delight and surprise. <laughs> it was a wonderful finish. And then Yakimakis does what he does. He just in the box, he's just got that awareness and it was there he just turned, it, it was almost like he anticipated it and then he'd already turned his body around and just took the goalkeeper by surprise and, and again that was, I think it's hard to pick. Probably the, the most significant in terms of the, the goals was Starfelt, probably the least impressive in terms of the finish but you know, it's always, I don't care, as long as we score they're all good goals. Mm -hmm. In terms of Starfelt getting a goal, I mean when the keeper made the save the first time, I just thought of, he's he's just never going to be able to, to find the back of the net. He had so many opportunities last season when the ball just bounced the wrong way or bounced into the path of someone else. So 
really amazing to see him get off the mark and, and get his first goal for the club as well. I think what's pleasing, I mean, that was a goal that was made by the central defence because it was Cameron Carter-Vickers getting the knock-on. And actually, Carl Starfelt, it was that anticipation when he kind of just dropped off his man and he was looking at the back post and nobody marked him. Again, we're looking very dangerous, I think, from set pieces now, which is, I think, is very encouraging because we are, we're on the front foot so often, we get so many corners. I think the delivery that's coming in, whether we're playing them quickly to try and, you know, before defences can settle in at their defensive formation, or whether, you know, like some matter really swinging the ball into the box, we look very dangerous from set pieces. So that I think that's, that's really encouraging going forward. And do you think that'll be really important as well when we're going into the Champions League, where you don't, obviously don't know who the draw is going to be, but the chances are you're going to get a couple of big teams where you're not going to have all the possession all the time those set pieces could be so important, so it's a great sign at the moment. I think when you're stepping up to that level, you won't get as many chances. We just won't because, as you say, when we go to the Bernabeu to play Real Madrid, they'll have probably the majority of the ball. So whatever chance, whether it's from a corner kick, a free kick, or just you know a chance that we create, I suppose the thing is you need to take those chances because you don't get that many of them, so you need to finish them. But because the goals are coming from all over the park, I think that's what's encouraging, certainly going forward, that... Every outfield player looks capable of getting on the score sheet. Mm -hmm. Well, we've showed you the goals, but let's have a, another look back at the highlights of Celtic 5, Kilmarnock now. There was another win for the women's team as well on Sunday as they defeated Partick Thistle 